Hello and welcome to the More Than Muscle podcast. I felt like doing some vocal warm-ups there. different. feel my throat's a little bit tick- tickly this week, so I, I, I'm just going to apologise in advance. Okay. Um, I'm Max from More Than Muscle and obviously with Andy and Nat. How are, how are we doing this week, guys? Yeah, all good. Doing it's Friday. Always for lies. <laughs> It's Friday every episode. Yeah, all good. <laughs> right. Come on, guys, give me some no, spice. No, I'm actually. Um, I feel like this is the first week that we are in winter, and I yeah. am ready for it. Yeah, fuck winter, <laughs> Andy. Yeah. That's what I think. If I you're going to bring that into play, the swearing. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty as well. <laughs> Andy's not. Andy's not made for this this country in no. this season. No, I hate the seasons. I love it. Just spend them out in Cyprus, man. Boom. Yeah, that's the solution. <laughs> now, exactly don't get him going again. <laughs> <laughs> um, any big wins? Any uh, any client success stories or anything like that you want to share? Big wins this week. Or personal wins. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know, Andy, you were telling me about your weightlifting uh, earlier today. You were, you, you were cleaning up. Yeah, I had, had a decent session. The weight went up and it didn't come back down again. So I'm happy. <laughs> 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 This week we're going to be answering your questions, the listeners. We put up some uh, some things on our Instagrams asking for you guys to all send them in. Uh, so we've lined them up, and hopefully we're going to n- knock them down and yeah. and just just really fire out some uh, useful answers that you guys actually want to know from us, rather than our our usual ramblings about whatever we fancy chatting about <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this week is about you. <laughs> exactly. This this first it's taken us eight episodes. To actually, uh, actually answer yeah, some, uh, some client things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first question we had come in was someone that's training uh, twice a week in the gym. They're asking about the split that they should do. They can only make it to the gym twice, apparently on a on a Monday and a Wednesday, a Monday and a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, mm-hmm. uh, they're asking about their split. They're, they're they're wondering whether an upper lower would be the best way to go about it. Training upper on a Monday and then lower on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your guys your guys takes on that? Um, I think do two full body days. Mm, I would agree. Interesting. Um, I digress. Well, I, okay. okay, we'll come to you in a minute. Trouble in paradise. I think if we do, if you did um, an upper body day on on your Monday, then you need to mm. wait an wait an entire week to then train your upper body again. Yeah. On the Monday, same with the legs. Yeah. You need that continuous stimulus. Yeah, I yeah. think if you can do two full body days that would be better maybe you have more of an emphasis on like anterior so the front of your body on maybe like a monday and then posterior mm. back of the body on a wednesday yeah and I, hit it like that I, I i would agree with you i don't think it's just necessarily that, that you need the constant stimulus but your output may be better like mm-hmm. if you're only training twice a week i'm doubting that you're an experienced lifter mm. so in that case if you're training just upper body, you may start to fatigue quite heavily. Yeah. Your output starts to decrease in, you know, your fifth, sixth exercise. Whereas if you're going full body, you know, targeting upper and lower, your output will probably be higher in both sessions. Mm-hmm. But Andy? I disagree. Disagree with us. Go oh. on. Go I, defi- on. I, I think it depends on the training goal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. What you want to overload. Mm-hmm. And the training age of the individual. Because there's been times when I can only train two times a week. Yeah, but typically, that's like an typically. that's like an odd occasion. No, but it happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so waiting a whole week to train the same muscle groups again mm-hmm. or the same movement pattern again might actually mean you can get more volume in. What? Why? Why would that be? Because you can do a higher frequency of sets in that session. Yeah, knowing that you have a bigger turnover of recovery Mm -hmm. and also it might also mean you can hit bigger exercises Mm -hmm. so i think it always it depends on the individual that you're training yeah but a full body routine can be quite good yeah if someone is a novice i know that i know the person who asked this question yeah and it's and it's like it's for general fitness okay for for general fitness for health really busy work schedule Mm but has committed to two days mm-hmm. in the gym. The only reason I'm so saying what I'm saying that's is because what I think. everyone says, yeah, do a full body routine. Mm-hmm. But that's what you need to consider if you're not going to do a full body routine because you can still get the results. Yeah. You just need to consider those things. But for the majority, do the full body. Yeah, I think if you're doing your two sessions as well, like your heavy compound, you should prioritise yeah. your heavy 
upper body on one session and heavy lower body on the other. Mm-hmm. For instance, a squat on the Monday and mm-hmm. a bench on the Wednesday, because whatever it is. So you can have two heavy compounds during your week. The goal might not be about your body. It might be about your lift. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at. And the other thing okay. is, um, what really annoys me about full body days, so Nat kind of touched on it in a good way, saying like you could do like a posterior day or a hip day mm-hmm. and then like a knee Yeah, it's still some structure there. Yeah. What, what really frustrates me with the novice trainer or the novice individual that puts a full body day together is they just slam two full body days together, but there's still no kind of structure on how you're going to overload certain elements of it. It's like how much pulling are you doing? How much pulling are you doing? Pressing are you doing? Is it knee dominant? Is it shoulder dominant? Is it vertical planes? Is it horizontal planes? Is mm-hmm. it transverse planes? Like you can still be quite structured. You don't need to just say full body day and yeah. just slamming loads of exercises together. Cause I feel like that's what's happening at the moment is people are starting to speak about full body is better than split routine, which I, I agree. If you haven't got frequency of work, you need to go full body. Mm-hmm. But then that doesn't mean you just slam whatever exercises together because that's what tends to end up happening. It's like, oh, well, just pick a leg exercise, random one. Pick an upper yeah. body, random one. Mm-hmm. It's like, you still need to be specific. Absolutely. And, and people, for the, for the length of your workout, a lot of people don't want to be in the gym for longer than an hour. Mm-hmm. And I think the tricky trap a lot of people fall into in their full body routines is targeting really small muscle groups for at least two of their exercises mm-hmm. at the end of the session. So say you've got six exercises, five and six might be like a bicep exercise yeah. and maybe like a, a hip abductor exercise. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at things like that and thinking those are really small muscle groups realistically. If for the total number of exercises you're gonna be doing throughout a week, mm-hmm. you should really be prioritizing some bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so to move it on, I, th- I think we covered that pretty well. I think so. Yeah, Good no, no, right, no, nice. yeah exactly, go us. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we've had a few questions um, specifically to each one of us. So I thought oh, I'd go, go go round Ooh. exactly. We can we can each uh, each have our own uh, little bit of time in the limelight. Pressure. <laughs> so Nat, why don't we start with you? Jeez. Someone's asking uh, if you'll ever do a full marathon one day. So that's twenty six point two miles. Uh, in short, no. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Why think not? I'm gonna. I'll, I'll park my running mm-hmm. <laughs> there. I don't mind doing like a few challenges here or here and there, like ten k's, that kind of stuff. No. But I have no interest in pushing anything further than that. I don't really enjoy running that much to train for a marathon. I think I'll I'll do races and runs short enough that I can kind of get away with and just turn <laughs> up and kind of do but no i won't i won't do a um i wouldn't do a marathon it's time no yeah it's, it's a lot of prep, yeah. but mind you i could easily train two hours a day like i don't mind that yeah. <laughs> but when it's <laughs> glad running, you can <laughs> but when it's not. running i don't have time for yeah. that i mean so. check out our marathon podcast we, we slag yeah. off running for quite a long time yeah i know um, i yeah. don't no i don't think i do um I don't think I'd do a marathon. No. I think I think that's a that's a perfectly fair answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, spotlight for you. Um, what's your thoughts on structural balance assessments for athletes and general population? Uh, yeah. Why not? I think it's important to understand. <laughs> I thought you were going to leave it there. <laughs> like the way someone moves, how strong they are in relation to how strong they should be. Um, I think you can dumb down the orthodox structural balance assessment that is probably being thrown at me because one, you don't really have that much time sometimes with general pop to go through that. Mm-hmm. And two, it's not so it's not so needed. Um, and even so with some athletes, I'm not sure how valuable it is. I think it depends on the sport that they do. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I'd like to take elements of it. What I really like is the ratios that come from that specific um, structural balance assessment that is being spoken about. Yeah. Do you want to go through quickly what yes. structural balance assessment is and why why we would use them? So a structural balance assessment looks at different ratios of lifts. Um, you have upper body and lower body and the predictor lift is a bench press for the upper body and for the lower body is a back squat. Then off that you have percentages and ratios, or you know, for the different lifts underneath that, and so you can see 
by doing a specific upper body assessment and a specific lower body assessment if someone is off their ratios mm -hmm. that are set out in the literature. Um, and it's useful to a degree. I think for a lot of people I've used it on and it's helped a lot of people, um, but I haven't necessarily gone through a whole structural balance assessment to come to the conclusion that I need. I can find it out. What I do think is important is that as a coach, you know what it is because then you can make your assumptions based off what you see rather than just doing the assessment. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of coaches, they don't even know those ratios. So then how can you, how can you do anything without guesswork? Mm -hmm. It's all guesswork rather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't say I've used the whole assessment just on general pop all the time. Yeah, I think that, that, that there's some struggles you can have with it. For instance, we did we did one not long ago, mm -hmm. comparing what was it my 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 chin versus my bench, yeah, so and my we, chin was disproportionately stronger. Yeah. But if I'm looking at something like that, it, a lot of it can depend on your anatomy, like how long your arms are, for example, as as another indicator of why you know you may be better at certain lifts, worse yeah. at other lifts. Yeah, I, I think that that assessment in particular, that one, is designed very much for upper body athletes, mm. um, and so it gives you light on things like that. But I think there's so much more to it than just the structural balance. It's like, well, if you can't move well, it doesn't matter how strong your output is. So there's so many other facets to athletic development and performance. But I think it's it, it's helped me in my career knowing those ratios. I feel like above some of the people that I've been working with because they have no idea of the perspective of what that does in relation to other things. And so when I write my programs for people, because I have those figures in my head, I'm like, right, so we need to emphasize more pulling work, for example, mm -hmm. or say like a three to one ratio of pulling work versus pressing work, because I know they're weak in their pulls. Like it gives me perspective on what I should weight my program in and my frequency on, so that I don't make them more disproportionate than they already are. So I think mm -hmm. for that perspective, it's, it's important. Yeah. Um, to to move move the move the spotlight onto onto myself. Ah, oh, what a shame. <laughs> Ask yourself your question. I don't, well, I, well, I mean, I'm not sure who who asked this question, but um, I think it came from one of one of yours now. Yeah. Uh, someone's uh, asked me, would I advise a vegan diet or a carnivore diet? Uh, if so, why? Um, I mean, I feel like I could go for a whole podcast on this. Like, <laughs> for, quite what should we do? Do you guys One want? Minute? Do you guys want to? What should we do? Ten seconds. Make, make, make yourself a cup of tea. Jeez. I'll just I'll just be here with the mic for a bit. Um, well, I'm. If we're talking purely on a fitness basis, that's a, a different conversation because obviously, from an ethical perspective, uh, I I obviously view a vegan diet as the superior of the two, uh, largely because you know you look at things like uh, number one cause of deforestation is beef production, it uses more water, land mass, uh, CO2, methane out output, um, pretty much of all meat is higher than any plant-based protein by triple, quadruple, just uh, uh, the, the, the margin is, is, is quite ridiculous. So from an ethical perspective, and that's before I even get into the animal, wel animal welfare side of things, um, it's not even close, but from a purely fitness perspective, which I think is obviously the most important one we're tackling here, um, would I recommend a vegan diet to all my clients? Um, controversially, obviously myself being vegan, I, I would say no in a lot of cases, um, largely because I think to do it well for your health and fitness, you have to be very well informed and very skilled at actually knowing where to get all your nutrients from. For instance, if you've been a uh, omnivore most of your life to then suddenly switch to a vegan diet, you may struggle because you don't know where to get the best sources of uh, proteins um, w which actually don't taste disgusting and make your, your life miserable. Um, <laughs> making sure you're consuming enough calories. A lot of obviously plant-based options are just generally lower calorie because they're oftentimes less fat in them. Um, so I think if there was someone very, very skilled who was very clued up on their diet, was really lasered in, I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's fantastic. Uh, and I don't think you lose any um, muscle or strength gains, um, speaking from personal experience, but also the fact is as long as you're getting a wide variety of complete proteins um, or supplementing your, your partially complete proteins with lots of different sources like nuts, seeds, whatever, um, you can do very, very well with it. Um, would I recommend a carnivore diet? 
Uh, I think every single study I've ever seen, all of them indicate whether it's Mediterranean, pescatarian, carnivore, vegan, whatever it is, all of them suggest you should be largely leaning into a predominantly plant-based diet. Doesn't mean exclusively, but predominantly. So to recommend a carnivore diet, I feel like would be very backwards. And that's before I get into some of the health risks you can have with that. For instance, the NHS um, actually come out and say, was it two to three servings of red meat per week uh, is increasing your risk of cancer. Like that's, that, that, that's something which they are actually promoting to the great British public. Um, you've got sausages and bacon, which are both classed as carcinogenics, um, same as your cigarettes. So you look at something like that as it categorically causes things like cancer, um, as well as we then get into things like heart disease, etc. Um, so you can eat meat, absolutely, but predominantly a plant-based diet is going to be best for your health almost all of the time, to be honest with you. So that is my take. You guys feel free to uh, uh, shoot any shots and I'll, I'll see if I can, I can ask, answer anything. Um, or did I did I really I've re- no, I realized I, I really you, spoke I a think lot it's, there. no I think it's good how you touched upon like I know that you wouldn't really w- recommend it to somebody who is out of tune with their diet yes like yes. you can't just instantly switch to a vegan diet yeah. and not know much about food mm. or supplementation no. I would happily teach a client about yeah. that and spend a while working with them giving them the best recommendations mm. I could but to do it immediately to make that big switch whenever you really restrict your diet in, in anything, you know, you could be cutting out gluten, for example, yeah. as well. Um, obviously, that could be a big struggle because then you may struggle to hit your calories. You come into your energy, uh, your session with no energy, mm. for example. But yeah, I, th- I think you, you can't mm. really jump straight into something. You yeah. need to learn about it and, and go yeah. into it smart. Yeah. I think the major problem people have is they don't have any balance in their diet. It's yeah. either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you've got to be an idiot to think eating a carnivore diet is healthy like yeah it's fucking obvious like just eat meat every day you feel like shit like you need to mix your veggies your leafy greens if you're going to eat your meats and then the other problem i have is like going back to your carcinogenics it's like bacon is meat it's not really fucking meat is it and neither it's like half (laughs) the sausages we eat so it's like what we comparing it to then we look at like the ethical stuff that you're speaking about deforestation like methane all that stuff I'm still skeptical on the figures, but I'm also sure that some of those figures don't look good. Uh, the deforestation one is from the WWF, in case you're curious. Yeah, that's my problem. Wildlife fund. So the the other thing is like the problem is a lot of this stuff is looked through a straw, um, in my opinion, anyway. A but, plastic straw. Yeah, a plastic one. <laughs> but. Um, I feel like you're absolutely correct with people are so out of tune in knowing what is good with nutrition that as soon as we put lots of constraints in the diet, be that vegan, be that carnivore, be that omnivore, it becomes very, very difficult for an individual because they don't even know how to get out of bed and put their boxes on the right way. Mm-hmm. I Let think alone people for love, breakfast. Yeah. People love, li- people love living by restrictions. I think most people like that like they like to have some restriction there or they like to be like all or nothing um and i think there's so many diets out there Mm. now that are all or nothing um and it's not to say that it's a better way of eating because it's because it's nothing (laughs) or because it's all it's it doesn't work like that it's not like good or bad you can have a a mixture of everything Mm. and i think it's 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 about balance but i'm absolutely certain if you eat more plants you will be healthier yeah that is certain the bottom line that is that is the bottom line next question yeah, absolutely. I think we really, went, oh yeah, we went off on that one a little bit. I, I, and then again, I think podcast. it's needed. Exactly. I think it's yes. needed. Yes. I think it's needed because it's a hot topic. And then again, even people's opinions on it, it's just like, give me a quick answer. Yeah. There isn't. Yeah, there's not there a quick isn't. answer. No, I think that's a podcast in itself. But anyway, we will move on. We've got other questions <laughs> yeah. from other clients we need to tackle. So uh, the next one we've got is, uh, where does a social life fit into my health and fitness? Uh, Nat did an interesting reel about this yesterday. <laughs> I really like this question. I really like this question. Mm-hmm. I think it can fit in 
wherever the hell you want it. But what does your social life look like? Probably looks a little bit different to mine. Like, I'm quite happy to go on a walk and have a coffee and that's quite social. That's quite healthy. Yeah. <laughs> but then if it's like raving every weekend and then you go into work on a Monday morning and you can't even function mm. and your social life is like that, then it probably won't fit into a healthy lifestyle very well. Mm-hmm. You might need to... Uh, rejig that or rethink that a little bit but you can totally have a social life yeah and be fit and healthy being fit and healthy is like feeling good and being sociable as well it's not just eating broccoli and going to the gym yeah no. i feel like there's not enough play in people's lives which is why mm. this stigma comes it's like so i'm gonna go out and get leathered because my whole week has been like Stress. no sleep coffee like to, to mm-hmm. like stupid amounts of coffee like everything is driven off a reactive like state and like you go abroad sometimes and you look at the people that live there locally and you think they have way more play in their life because maybe it's cheaper to live like living costs are easier and you just think health and fitness is not about your one rep max it's like mm-hmm. being able <laughs> to have <What>? you sure <laughs> Sorry, it's that. about having like more play in your life and enjoying the fact that you can yeah, move and do things and well and, and have fun you need to have more fun but yeah. if your play is then a detriment to like yeah. your life but I think if you get good amounts of play then... you're not going to see it's like when I say to you right no biscuits for you ever so, uh, like after a while you can start craving it I you think want it. what yeah. it is is where your fun and your play comes from so if it's like a reactive thing Hmm. so you're doing it to like let off steam or it's a reaction from the rubbish week that you have then maybe that's not actually fun Mm -hmm. but if it's coming from actual joy like you really enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. you love it yeah people need to laugh more yeah it's you've got to view a lot of the the social vices a lot of people have like a lot of people look at something like you know they'll go out drinking Mm -hmm. quite heavily or feel like they need to oh, I need to go to a restaurant this week to like indulge yeah. or whatever it may be. Uh, you've got to weigh up what in your week is making you feel like you need that. Mm. And if you address that, you might then find the solution in terms of, oh, I suddenly don't have the urge to go out and get absolutely hammered because I've been getting more sleep. I've been, rather than watching TV, I've been reading a book or mm. like I called a friend around and we just like went for coffee or whatever it is. Like you're doing those things which put you in a better frame of mind so that you therefore don't feel like you have to find comfort or solace in yeah. either drinking or eating. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah, who who are your friends? Who is your social life? <laughs> You're telling people to, to, to get get better friends now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> in certain cases, absolutely. Um, right, last question before we, before we take a little break. Um, I had someone uh, message me this, and it, to be honest with you, it hits a, it hits a little bit on a personal level for me. Um, which is why my abs misaligned um, and that the lower ones don't show through in, in, in this person's case. So I think it's the fact that a lot of people, especially if you look at social media and things, you see perfectly symmetrical abs. Mm. And a lot of the times they can be misaligned. A lot of, a lot of that is through uh, whether you compete in sport, whether you're naturally one side dominant uh, and then one side develops a lot more. But Andy, mm. do you want to touch on that a little bit for us? Well, I think you, you're right. I think also training shit which a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, postures, you know, if, you, if you're a little bit squee-whiffed, that's going to impact and that's going to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also genetics. Like, some people yeah. are built mm. like that. Like, lower abs going to the lower abs side, mm. side of things. Like, some people don't have them. Like Some people have got really long abs. Some guys have got, like, really wide abs. Mm-hmm. More oblique-based. Some people are tall. Some people are wide. Some people are long. It's like, it's such a genetic thing as well. You can only maximise what you have. But I think a, a big one is the sport thing as well. It's like if you for so long, like you know, golf for example, you're only going to swing one way, and you're going to swing one way for years. So there's going to be some sort of dominant side. Plus, again, looking into my dissertation with bilateral deficits, left to right, a lot of that can never be changed. It's up here in your neurons, which is why we're right-handed, left-handed. You're going to be born with like a dominant side as well, and that's going to transcend to everything you do. And then your core might take that up, but hey man, 
I'm sure there's some cosmetic surgery you can have. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that our solution? <laughs> Tune into there the personal trainers who <laughs> recommend cosmetic surgery. <laughs> Just eat enough cake and cover it up. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't like the look of it, get fat. <laughs> Andy, you might enjoy this game that we've got this week. Uh, I thought we'd do an exercise World Cup. Ooh. I know, exactly. <laughs> ooh, ooh, exciting. Football. Is there a trophy? Uh, what was that? Is there a trophy? An Oreo. <laughs> yeah, you can have an Oreo or a hobnob. Your choice, mate, if, 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 you, if you win this one. <laughs> right, uh, so I've, I've put them into categories, these exercises. So it's, it's knockout-based, mm. so I'm going to give us two exercises. We, conveniently, as a three, have to decide which one moves and advances until we get to the stage where we just have, in our opinion, the best exercise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. so, it's, so it's quite simple, so it's heat based. So first one I thought we'd do, squat or bench. Mm -hmm. Getting the big boys out of the way nice and early, pitting them against each other. Nat, where, where, where are you standing on squat. this? Squat. All day. I mean, well. Squat, and you, Andy? Yeah, squat. Okay, well, well I've, I've, I've already been done out then. I was, I was leaning the other way. There are variations. The thing is, like, if I'm trying to improve my vertical jump, it's not necessarily like I wouldn't do a squat. I might, like, if you put in some, I don't know, Romanian rhythm squats or mm. maybe some, like, Russian step ups or something like that, I might change my mind. But I thought we'd go classics yeah. so that everyone knows what we're talking do about. So, all right, well, fine. I've, I've, already, I've already been done. So, squat advances. Uh, next one, I thought we'd do uh, deadlifts or pull ups. Where are we standing? Andy? Oh, deadlift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too, deadlift. I've been outdone again. Oh, lads. I think if I, I could know. do pull-ups, I would probably say pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, but do you not look at a pull-up and think, oh, I'd love, I'd love to do, do yeah, something? Yeah, I'll say deadlift because like... you're probably going to do it quite a lot in your life. Yeah, that's true. Just everyday stuff, you know, yeah. picking up the shopping bags, yeah. that sort of thing. Well, if I'm hanging off the edge of a cliff, mate, that deadlift yeah, has done me no favours. Although, <laughs> although you could, you heavy legs. Although you could argue, you could argue that if you can chin well, you're probably at a good body weight. So you're probably healthy. But yeah, I've put the deadlift because of the amount you probably use it. So should yeah, I true. say pull up? Because I quite like pull ups. I, if I, I could, okay, I'll say pull up. If you could so. do, if you could do them. All like, right. If I could yeah. do about ten pull ups, no, I'd say pull ups. I would. I would also say pull ups. Okay. Should, yeah, we go pull up. Pull up. I've I've actually managed to convert you once. Pull up to win, <laughs> boom. Um, I, I think I think it's one of the most. I don't know you look at it. I think it's probably one of the most common client goals that I get. Yeah. Is especially lad ladies that come in and say, "I want to do a pull up." Yeah. Mm. Um, I absolutely love it. balance assessment, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we won't go there. Two point four on the old deadlift. One point three on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, next one. Uh, slightly different benefit from these, uh, but curls or military press. Ooh. For the bros. <laughs> Definitely a military Mi press. Military press. Really? Yeah. yeah. Again, I would rather. Max, you're such a lad. I'm such a gym lad. <laughs> I hate that. Because if you've been in the military, then you're uh, like the best PT in the world. No. <laughs> military. Military. I, I think the reason why I lean away from it is that I can keep a neutral grip and do it with dumbbells instead. So I'm no, less, less risk of impinging my shoulder and that. Isn't it? I'd say vertical force is really important. <laughs> and he's coming at me there uh, also curls because like before a night out what are you doing are you yeah, doing yeah we don't press? go out anymore yeah, but, you, <laughs> yeah, but you're chinning so you get it anyway oh that's true if I'm chinning yeah I don't, well if I was chinning I wouldn't mm. do curls alright fair enough but maybe you know I'm a bit tired I don't fancy doing chins we'll keep curls for Fridays <laughs> alright fair enough well, I've, I've been out done there so, so mili military press I'm also realising I am everything that's wrong with the fitness industry um, <laughs> vegan <laughs> as we discovered in my answer to the question I think we can quite clearly see who absolutely we'll annihilates that. <laughs> I'm going to have to start using that now I'm going to button up squash those funny. vegan myths set himself up again <laughs> Um, right, okay, and last last heat that we've got, push-ups or planks. Oh, push-ups. But Nat, you did a five you did a five minute plank challenge. You always do you always say push-ups though, I say press ups. Press up press ups, push ups, yeah, I know. Same I thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think push ups is like American. Press ups is British. 
That's a tough one. I've never seen you do a plank ever in my life. No, I've never seen you do a Bruh. plank either, mate. I've when you're as strong as me, yeah, you don't <laughs> do planks anymore. Exactly. I so do Russian planks. Press ups. Um, no. Uh, just what you like, Andy. Not one. what's structural. No, it's a difficult one. <laughs> I would say. I don't want to know the science behind it. Yeah, I would exactly. say push up because Yay. if someone breaks into your house okay. and you can't do a push up, good luck protecting your family, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> good luck protecting your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to agree with you guys anyway. To I think it's one of the best ones. Like you can just do it anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you can. You, you depending on your grip as well. We get some big triceps. Get a big chest. You kind of planking. Kind of. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's you're, basically you're like a hybrid. Plank. It's it hybrid. is. Functional. Yeah, exactly. Functional. Functional. <laughs> oh, God. The, the worst word in the fitness industry. <laughs> Functional. Oh, God. No. Uh, so, push uh, slash press ups. Not really sure. Uh, if you guys could message one of us if anyone actually knows if it's push ups or press ups. Plank ups. That'd be ground. I think you should put pole out. I, oh, we should. I think Nat, Nat, you won the last poll as well. I did. Who won Max's mediation? It was an absolute yeah. slaughter. Outstanding. All these followers are women. So what are we doing now? Uh, so now uh, we go to the next round. Next whatever, round. Whatever you want to call it, the the semi-finals. Semi. So what semi. Are now that's now? definitely American. American that. Semi. So so the next two that are up against each other are squat versus pull-ups. Squat. Pull-ups. Okay, yeah. Out. Absolutely. Sorry, pull-ups. I'm gonna have. Yeah, I did squat. try and. He tried to. He them. tried to root for some pull-ups. Oh, I just. Oh no. Oh, yeah, I squat. Can't, I can't do it. Oh, all right. Fine. Well, I've, again, I've I've been shut down very very quickly there. Sorry. Squats advance. I get the feeling I can see where this is headed. Um, <laughs> so the next next semi-final, we've got the military for, military press versus push-ups slash press-ups. Ooh, what are you saying? I would say push-ups. Can I just say this is a banging session. <laughs> if anyone wants to try this session yeah, just, just anyone do, do, do all eight of these you will be, that's not how you get on you will be crawling say, out I would say military press really Why? More, more functional oh no <laughs> you know what else is functional yeah uh, one leg on a boozo ball yeah, but it's not <laughs> that's dysfunctional <laughs> That's not what a lot of PTs will tell you. <laughs> Buzu or Bozo. Yeah. yeah, again, another, another part. Bozu. They don't know this. Bozu. 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 Yeah, no one's really sure. What did you say? Press up? No, military no, it's press. A military press. press. So it's one also. I, I'm, I'm going to do the tiebreaker and it's it's push-ups. Yes. Do them anywhere. I haven't got to have a barbell. I haven't got to have plates. True. Yeah. Just get down in my room. Boom. Yeah. Uh, I should probably rephrase that, but anyway, we're moving on. Get down in my room. <laughs> Boom. Whatever you do in your spare time. Exactly. You. Thank you very much. Right, so we're on to the finals now, lads. So we've got. Mm-hmm. Push up and better squat. not lose. The squat but it's squats versus press ups. All yeah. day, squat. Squat. Oh, oh, come on. Of course I've, it's going to win. You would say your king exercise is a press up. After all of that. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. I would yeah, genuinely. Come down and give me I ten. Was, I, <laughs> Remember, your predictor lifts yeah, Rings on your upper and lower body um, structural balance assessment is squat and bench press, yeah. or variation depending on sport of the barbell press. So you could say incline press, military press, dip. Yeah. So I think that's why they're king. Yeah. I think I think, I think push ups are king because you can do them anywhere. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing body, if I'm doing body weight squats, what have I got to rep out like fifty before I'm anywhere near failure? Yeah, yeah. same with so. press ups. Like. Yeah, but once you can <laughs> do single 20, arms as well, isn't it? Once you can do twenty push ups, don't recruit high pressure muscle units anymore. So you need to get a barber involved. Or yeah, a that's true. Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, squats are the champion lift. So I'm sorry to every every gym bro out there. We fail. We Squat. failed. I tried. I am happy with that. <laughs> So we've got an interesting question coming next. It's effectively saying, what are you? Um, the, the specific phrasing. <laughs> uh, the specific phrasing was personal training or health consultant. What would you say you guys actually are and why? Personal trainer. Oh. Personal trainer. I think we, we, are, we are narrowing ourselves down a little bit. I think we, that, that is what our predominant offering that we actually do as a service but I think we combine a little bit more than what that even yeah it? I do yeah. Well, I, the reason why I say that is a lot of personal trainers who are decent don't want to call themselves personal trainer because the industry is shit yes. but mm. the thing is if you're a good personal trainer own it 
because personal training should be the elements that we give. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stand on my high horse and say I'm a fucking good personal trainer. That's what I am. Absolutely agree with you. I think that you, I, I do see what you mean by the fact that a lot of people, when, for instance, when I tell them I'm a mm. personal trainer, it's almost a little oh, bit snobby. You should be proud of it. Yeah. You should be proud of that status. You're, I think, you know, ironically, it's so weird that personal training has kind of just gone, like, it's not personal at all. <laughs> now it's no. not like personal or individualised to the person yeah. who you have in front of you, which ultimately, that's what it should be. Absolutely, but I feel so, like yeah, you, you're just looked at as a dummy that tells someone yeah. to do some press ups. We well, do consult people's. Health I mean, I like to I like to get away yeah. from it a little bit. I like to call myself a coach because sometimes I do it in a setting where it's not just one to one. But what I hate is the fact that people are scared to call themselves personal trainers because it's frowned on as being oh you're just that shit guy. You're not a strength and conditioning coach or functional medicine advisor it's like fuck off <laughs> you're a PT just be good at it a functional yeah. medicine advisor yeah, I'm, 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 I'm scared of that that's funny yeah. so all these buzzwords come out to try and get away from the fact that you're better than just being a personal trainer because the industry is supposedly saturated with shit but yeah. rise above it the cream yeah. rises to the top I mean you could be a holistic doctor or yeah. a, like you know a brain surgeon like you know you could I suppose you could call each other I'm fucking level 5 yeah. covid PT now <laughs> Get me, I rehab COVID patients in their <laughs> um, So the next one I thought we'd tackle, guys, is how have your childhoods slash pasts shaped your present? That's a, that's a pretty deep ph- philosophical Yeah, question. that's what I thought. It's not us really about our fitness. It's just shaped your present. <laughs> so that's, that feels quite deep. But, uh, but Nat, do you want to come in on that first? Um... Largely because I need to have an existential crisis over here before I, I come up with an answer. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Who's um, asking this? I think I don't. I I don't know. I didn't like to, to what I am today. Yeah, I think I, I didn't do anything basically from as a as a kid. I guess that brought me to where I am today in like terms of health and fitness. So, but I think you I, did. Really? I think you did. You said you was that shit on the street that used to play run outs, knock on people's doors. Yeah, I doors, did. I was just like always, any other kid yeah, though when was you were up in the 90s. Was always active and then yeah. went for a stage in your life where you felt that you weren't and then you were like, I need to get back to that. Yeah, so I started getting into health and fitness because I put on a bit of weight in my late teens and I was like, oh, didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, got into health and fitness met Andy and then trained her got transformation that's, that's <laughs> it I think it was Andy's first transformation <laughs> trained her transformation married her done the whole lot boom client result um, <laughs> completed it yeah. and in terms of like career wise and stuff I didn't study anything like that I actually studied animation art design so yeah something completely different but I still think it shapes who you are today yeah Yeah. like what you do like you do a lot of our design stuff you do like I still think that you are like us everyone is like a subject of what they've done yeah 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 yeah. like people I work with yeah yeah it definitely shapes you how about you Andy massively your your childhood but I also think like the older you get the more that bank is deeper so you become more of a product of what's happened to you Whereas, like, when you're 12, you don't really have much bank mm. behind yeah. you of shaping. You're still shaping. Yeah. So, definitely, especially, like, some of the dressing rooms I sat in, coaches that coached me, sessions that didn't go well, sessions that did go well, injuries I've picked up, people that have fucked me off. <laughs> All of these things, like, like that's what shapes you to become what you do now. And it, I think it very much the solutions you come up with for your clients the methods you come up with for yourself, where you seek guidance, it's all it's all because of what's happened to you before. I think that's what makes your decisions as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean I mean from a personal perspective, I suppose, uh, coming into contact with a lot of high level basketball coaches from quite a young age, going on a scholarship, mm. getting, you know, my own physios, trainers and uh, the coaches and all the all of the staff around me. Yeah. All focusing on how I was performing as an athlete was 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 quite intense and quite well just enlightening when I was young and really sort of sparked me in that sort of sense uh, I think perhaps the reason maybe one of the reasons why I work well with people I'm one of four so I've, uh, uh, I, I'm obviously classic middle child loud uh, <laughs> tries to be centre of a room yeah. um, so I think some of that comes into the sense of I had to 
learn to have a voice and be loud to communicate and mm. get my opinion and thoughts across mm. in quite a big household I suppose mm. um, so I think that definitely factored in and maybe you know it all, it all, it all obviously as you say mm. um, comes into play and shapes us where we are now but yeah little things like that maybe I coach quite a few personal trainers and then I say to them when they start when we first start any mentorship work say write down your philosophy on a piece of paper and the amount of them that can't do it but then we get something down and then we like maybe work for like six to eight weeks and I'm like, write it again. And it's completely different. It's never the same. So I think like your philosophy, what you believe is right, what your style is will always evolve. And so the wisdom that you bring across will, will be forever long in the tooth. Like the, mm. the longer you have behind you, the more it shapes you today, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to move on to the next question. Um, bit of an ultimatum here for both of you two. Oof. I know. <laughs> so if you're to be given one piece of equipment you can use for the rest of your life, mm. what are you using? So it feeds into our World Cup a little bit. Tesla. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So you can only have one piece of, I assume it, it, it's referring to gym kit Yeah. Uh, for the rest of your life. What are you using? I would have a barbell. I'm going to, I was literally going to say, I'll tell you what, let's take out barbell dumbbells um, oh okay because I think that makes it a bit more interesting oh. your body yeah. no a bit of kit <laughs> as well Andy. A, a bit of equipment you've got, you got your body regardless you can wear boxes at least what about a cable machine that's not bad actually that's a very good shout wait what's the question one bit of kit Yeah. one bit of kit you can use for the rest of your life cable machine oh. with a handle attachment mate fucking foam roller when you get over 30 yeah. <laughs> um, I think a barbell no, you I can't. Said, I said no barbell, no dumbbell. Easy, bro. Just because it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if, if that's what you want, mate. Uh, one bit of kit. Can't have a barbell, can't have a dumbbell. Can't have a dumbbell. Basically a functional fucking gym now, isn't it? What about <laughs> leg curl? Power plate. Uh, I think... Viper. If you can't have a barbell and a dumbbell, then I think a cable of some sorts is yeah. pretty useful yeah, I would uh, I, I completely agree with you guys I think maybe if I'm uh, yeah I, I would also go with a cable because obviously it's the best point to you can change with your water with fountain attention. yeah you'd be yeah. fucked without it you would be coffee machine be um, even that's fat. even more important <laughs> mm. I might I might go with just a I mean electricity a, is it, would you count a rack um, you, bit, well, you well, can't you put anything on it. Oh no, I know what I'd have. Uh, uh, no, uh, dip station. Dip station. Absolutely, my favourite exercise are dips. So really? I can get my chest I involved, get my triceps involved. Yeah, love love a weighted dip. It's my favourite um, starter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there we are. That, that those those are our picks. Um, so hmm. to move it on to the last question. Uh, which I think is quite nice because it takes takes us a little bit away from fitness. Mm. Um, but is what do you guys do to relax? I'm finding it hard to relax and wind down after work in the evening. So again, it's feeding into the whole uh, whole stress, maybe what you're doing mm. to alleviate that. Uh, mm. So yeah, what do, what do you guys do to relax? I uh, take my dog for a walk. Mm. That, that is my most relaxing time of the day. Like I have to do it. I might listen to a podcast. I might listen to music. I might listen to nothing and mm-hmm. not even have anything in my ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I take him out for like 45 minutes and yeah. I love it. It's my favourite time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, chilling with friends, but my best friend lives across the fucking pond. He's on the other side of the world. My other friend is like on the other side of London. So like most of my closest friends are far afield. So then I've had to find something else to do because you can't obviously meet up all the time. Yeah, feeling great. That would be my number one. Feeling great over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my second one. Your best mate, so, you know. Second. Goes elsewhere, aren't they? Yeah. Second. Uh, Just going to have another breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go for steak. (laughs) Um, So my next one would be playing football, ironically. Now it's weird because used to be that was my like flame mm-hmm. yeah whereas now because like i don't know when you train in the gym all the time it's still surrounded by work when i go to football i don't have my phone on me it's like in the bag for 90 minutes i'm like just enjoying myself yeah so playing my sport that i used to have as like a fundamental thing every day playing that one or two times a week is the way mm-hmm. i relax 
Yeah. Which is weird because people say that's not the way you do that. You do it, spending <laughs> energy. And going to Cyprus, but that happens once a year. Yeah. I think you can find a lot of things cathartic. So personally, obviously, I, I, I won't say basketball um, or the gym because those are two things which I do actually find relaxing mm. um, because it's time, you, well, in the gym specifically, I'm obviously... Mm. mostly by myself it's it's it, you know I'm, I'm working on myself i run through the motions i've got a, especially if i've got a set plan i feel really good i find that quite relaxing basketball same thing it's a great outlet love it to absolute death um that's what it is outlet that's the right word. yeah i think that, that that's what we've got to view it as but in terms of so the question is relax and wind down after work in the evening okay not so not. i mean <laughs> if it could be the fact that you you may be struggling to sleep i think then you look at uh, your caffeine consumption obviously like how much am I drinking can I maybe get like a like a nice rubos caffeine free tea something like that again having I think rituals is really important in the yeah, evening yeah 100% I was <laughs> saying this to one of my clients the other day mm. um, her, her work finishes quite late and it takes her a while to wind down I said yeah. you just need to be really yeah. strict in the evening and have um, some habits that you can actually put in place tea. to yeah. to relax you and it's not for me to say exactly what those are because maybe we'd relax in, in different ways, but mm-hmm. find what relaxes you. If it's watching something rubbish on TV that That's doesn't engage do. your brain yeah. at all, so be it. If it's reading a book, if it's sitting in a dark room and meditating, like fine, yeah. but find what has made you relaxed. Mm. Cup of tea, couple squares of chocolate. I'm watching weightlifting. That's what we do. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> we just watch YouTube. <laughs> I would, I would, I would recommend something else though. So obviously, if you're trying to wind down, uh, a blue light going into your eyes from mm. screens isn't amazing. Uh, so if that's something you're looking to to cut out, um, maybe find something else that you can and can, uh, I suppose, amuse yourself with that isn't uh, a screen so I mean it doesn't have to be a book because obviously that's active engagement mm. uh, hence why a lot of people don't read these days which you know is a bit sad um, <laughs> especially because I try and write <laughs> write my own content yeah. and stuff like that so it's uh, yeah it's a dying art form but um, yeah if you if, if you could uh, sign up to Audible something like that listen, yeah. listen to something or even, even just like whoever's got a decent record go on Spotify find yeah. something listen to it rather than having to stare at a screen the entire time um, is probably a good idea as well or a face mask like, you know again something to improve yourself mm-hmm. I did not necessarily the yeah. gym yeah. you know what I did the face, ma- the face well not face mask like that but like a eye mask when I went to bed and I did that for a bit and I had the best sleep I've ever had I, I think as well there. like if you're working from home now or if even if you're in the office all day and if you go home and you live by yourself you always you feel like your work is consuming you the whole time and then you wake up the next day and then you just mm-hmm. go again so i think it's like taking the time out to maybe make a phone call and speak to a friend mm. um i don't know facetime or whatever it is just something that will take you away from being yeah. in work mode um and thinking about something else greasy because yeah, I think when you live with people, it's quite easy to then come home, you switch conversation, you can then mm-hmm. discuss things, what's happened in the day. But when you live by yourself, that's really hard to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Greasy kebab and a couple Nelsons down your neck. <laughs> last, last, last thing I'd probably say is like, if your work's really stressing you out and you can't relax, look at what you're doing for your work. I know that's a big, bold statement, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from it, not being funny. Um, I had this for a while. If you're going to work and you're coming home and you're stressed and you can't relax and you're uptight and you're in this weird work mode and you you feel like you can't go to sleep because you're thinking about work, just fucking quit your job. Fuck. Mm. We need do to something else. Down. We need to yeah. shut that business down. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back. I just managed to managed to talk <laughs> mode <for> myself. <laughs> out we of need job. to one to one. Max is mediation time. Uh, so I've got a, a good hypothetical question for you two to both answer. We'll unpack what that means, and then I've got a second follow-up, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep oh, that in my back pocket double. for now. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, so the main question is the classic scenario of stuck on a desert island. You can only bring two things with you. What are you bringing? And you can't bring anything to get you off the desert island. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 
because I remember I think I, I saw someone was asked this question they said uh, a book that's uh, uh, was it the the du- for dummies book it was a <laughs> life uh, life raft building for dummies <laughs> I would bring I know what I bring my my dog cute love it and Mate, he's so going to die. So the local tribesmen can oh. eat him. Yep, great. No. <laughs> he can't deal with, like, ten degrees. No, I would... Okay. That's going to be pleasant to listen back to. Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'll have to bring him. Like, I can't go, like, yeah. a day bring, without him. Bring, I'll right. so you bring I'll have to bring him. You bring we'll work kilo. it out. <laughs> of course. Um, and maybe some... Ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> 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 well, to you'd just well eat the... stuff, wouldn't you? I yeah. would bring. What, would, put, what put else would you on, need? You can't bring anything like to get off the island. Seasoning and stuff like that. You can't bring anything that help you get off the island. No, you can't. Just Kilo just and ketchup. Yeah, yeah. Done. Passport. What you think? There's an airport on this. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, I'm going to check through. Yeah. As you can see, I would bring Terminal Three, please. <laughs> I would bring my olive trees because I reckon they would actually grow there they really well. And then that. I'd get loads of olives off them and eat like a king. Mm-hmm. And secondly. I think I would bring a couple cakes of Keo so I could sit there and just jam. Right there, right there. I, I find it interesting. So that's actually went with companionship with Kilo. And don't get me wrong, not Andy, but companionship of some sort. And yeah, and, I'm and a companion Andy went with my tree <laughs> and my beer. Drink drink beer, save water. Andy's Andy's gonna absolutely love this. <laughs> bit, bit, bit of solitude. He's like, when can we go? <laughs> Fuck me, I'll be I'm like suntanned. And my last follow up question was if you guys were stuck on the island together, um, who's eating who first? Fucking hell. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, the biggest dog always wins. <laughs> I don't even know what you're referring to there. Who's the beast? Who would win if we had to eat each other? No, I'm not saying who, who would, would win. win. <laughs> what did you say? If it's who would win? That's a different question. To I'm assuming one Fight. of you, one of you is. Uh, oh, who know, could survive? One of no. I'm saying who'd bite the bullet and be like, look, we're I'm not going to last. Yeah. Who would? Be I a get snack. hungry quicker. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning into the More Than Muscle podcast. We really, really appreciate all the ongoing support, the positive feedback we're getting from it. Um, so next week we've got a very special guest joining us and i'm not going to say who it is you're going to have to tune in to find out but it's going to be amazing we're going to get into it all about i'm not going to say what topic no. either i'm going to give just, it away again just have to, all about no <gasps> just listen <laughs> I'm, I'm, te- I'm teasing it now i'm yeah, teasing yeah, yeah. it okay well thank you very very much check us out more than muscle ltd on instagram pt nat sylvester pt annie panides max.fitness more than muscle.co.uk. Anything else we can plug? Um, I think I think that's about think it. Well done, Max. Lovely stuff. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you next week. Thank you.